back to Joe Meets World, episode 148, in which we watched episode 12 of season 7 of Boy Meets World, the final season. Family trees. Joining me this week, his family tree is not a stump. He did not hit every branch on the way down. He is my good friend. He is my brother from another mother, Mr. Philly himself. Philly Chuck. Hey, buddy. Hey, dude. You clearly haven't seen me without pants if you don't think it's a stump. I think I got him on that one, boys. Thank thank you for the... Let's go, boys! (laughs) 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 How how you doing tonight, man? Not good. Some cough just came up. Holy shit. Um, Yeah, I take pride in that. Have you watched Letterkenny? No. Okay. So on Letterkenny, there's a character named Shorzy. And Shorzy just got his own spinoff. And it's a similar style of comedy, but, you know, different pieces that are moving. And it's all in Canada. So one of the hockey players, because it's hockey-centric, is uh, from Newfoundland. And he says, boys... I have subtitles on, and the way he slurs it, they literally type it as B-Y-S, like buys, but he's like, boys, boys, oh, let's talk about it, boys. That just, it amused me. I'm glad I could, I could remind you of somebody funnier than me. That's always yeah. a good compliment. It's, I mean, that's what you're here for, isn't it? I mean, yeah, to remind <laughs> you that you could be doing better. Yes, always. <laughs> that's why we have a healthy relationship exactly how you been uh, bud what's going on oh you know I've, I've been good I've been good how about you I can tell you're punchy tonight oh yeah you know uh, I had some funny things happen won't tell you about them no of course not why would we do that nah I saved my best material for the other podcasts yeah <laughs> I don't have any other podcasts. Gonna be one of them nights, folks. Gonna be one of them it nights. It is. It is. I'll be surprised if this makes the website. Oh, it will. Because what else am I gonna do? But that's true. Content is content. Um. Oh, by the way, on that topic. So I think I figured out possibly why the numbers are down. Okay. And I don't, I'm not sure, but I'm going to explore this on air just because what else do we have to talk about? Yes, rate the yep. listeners. Um, no, 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 no. Not their fault. Not their fault. It's like the, it's like the YouTube uh, cr- creators. Is one, one, only 1% of you are subscribed uh, that's watched my videos. So why not no, just no, hit no. that subscribe button? No, no, no. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. Are you sure? Uh, Maybe it would work. Maybe I should, but I'm not going to. <laughs> no, Just no, remember, no. like, comment, subscribe. Put the bell, whatever. Yeah. Um, smash that like button. Yeah, smash it. Smash it like it's got a hot ass. Um, okay. I always like when I can get you to be the one to be like, all right, buddy, a little too far. Yeah, bring it in. We, we do have a job to do. So I'm trying and you keep interrupting. Um, keep it on task. 
I tend to promote ever since I switched over to Google Podcasts, it gives me an easy link to share the episode. And that's how I typically share the episode on social media is with the Google link. I don't know when this happened because I don't listen to the regular feed. Maybe this has happened since the beginning of time. But I tried to listen to an episode a week or two ago, just just make sure it was the right episode or whatever. And when I went to stream it on Google, Google said, no, you can open this link, but we're not going to run it through the app. And I'm like, that's weird, but okay. And um, I still get information from iTunes. I still get information from Pocket Casts but I don't get numbers from Google. So if people are listening on Google, that might be why I don't see those, which is not like, listen through Google. I use Google podcast. That's fine. I'm not, this is not a critique, but I just, it's something I talked about with you on the show before. And you made me think of it again, where it's like, maybe that's why I don't see all the numbers. Maybe. Or that could be it. Or no one's listening. That's also an option as well. I mean, that is. Or or they go to listen on the Google thing, and then they're like, I'm not going to click that link. Right, right, right. That's sus, as the kids uh, say. By the way, a few months ago, I had I was listening to another show. and How I, dare you? I know. Um, how dare I not only listen to the shows I make? That's yeah. weird. Um, <laughs> But, and I said, I said it on Twitter, I go, am I crazy or has this episode come out before? Because it felt like I had already listened to it. And somebody, like one of the, actually the people on the show made a comment of like, oh, no, no, it's brand new, da, da, da. And I just replied with, listen, me, me being crazy was legitimately an option. I'm not arguing that I may just have be crazy and not realize that this is a new episode or just have some other, you know, association. Uh-huh. Thought that'd be funnier. Oh, um, that was the end of the story. Okay. <laughs> Whew. I don't really end stories. It's just I, as much as I abandon them. Yeah. Like my children. Well, it's kind of like yeah. it's kind of like this. Uh, yeah. What's something that made you happy this week? <laughs> you son of a bitch! I was just going there. <laughs> I'm going with Shorzy. It was. It's a very enjoyable show. It's on the Hulu's. Tell them Joe Meets World sent you, because you know your Hulu always asks you where you got this recommendation from. So tell them. You know what? Here's what I want you to do. Take out a piece of paper. Write down Joe Meets World told me to watch Shorzy. Figure out the spelling. Put it in an envelope. Write who to Hulu on the front of it. Put a stamp on it. Put it in the mail. See what happens. Let's 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 ride this train together. Let's explore this together. That's way too much real world stuff. <laughs> like nobody's gonna do those actual life steps. It'd be funny if they did. Fine. It would. Fine. Brooks might. Fine. Go on Twitter. Tag Hulu. Then tag me. And say that I told you to watch Shorzy. There you go. Are you happy now? Yeah. Happy? Yes. Good. Then tell me, what's something that made you happy this week? That. Right there. 
You're a dick. (laughs) (laughs) I think... So I really enjoy the episodes where we're kind of adversarial, but I think I'm the only one. Oh, no. I like that one. (laughs) Uh, yeah. Tell me, Chuck, since the last time we recorded, what's some good that you did? I helped pack up and move a friend's uh, whole apartment. Uh, It'll be finished tomorrow, but I'm going to say whole apartment because I've been there all week. And by the time this comes out, you will be done. Yes. So I'm barring some horrific accident. I will have been there the entire time. (coughs) Woo. Yep. What about you? I had something in my head and then it went away. Good. Great. Let's just, you know what? Let's sit here in silence until you remember. (laughs) You did it. You broke me. You broke the tater. (laughs) You're just coming out swinging. You're hitting body shots. I'm doing good. You are. There's a reason you have me on. I'm fucking rocky right now. I'm going, <laughs> cut me, Mick. Cut me. <laughs> it's a uh, yeah. <sighs> Just call me Apollo Creed, baby. Uh, there was something I did. God damn, like it's on the edge of my mind. So I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm gonna say nothing because. I can't, I just can't take any more hits from you. Jesus Christ. That's fair. I've done that. I know. It's, it's been a weird, it's been a weird month. I've been, I've been struggling with my own shit and trying to get through. So. Hey, I, we, you know. we all have those months. Yeah. It's going to happen. <laughs> so don't, don't worry about it. There's always next month. There is. Mind you, June just started, but yeah, fuck it. Call it a take the L. I'm going to take the L for this entire month. We'll start over in July. Yep. Sometimes you just got to take that knee. (laughs) Run out the clock. You know, we'll get there. Let's talk about Boy Meets World. Yeah, let's do that. (laughs) So, you know, after you can tell by our jovial attitude, this was a a light and fluffy episode. There was nothing heavy at all at any point in this episode. Joe did not cry. You know, it was definitely just a nice hijink-filled episode, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm so glad you've had me. You had me on for this. Uh, this just, you know, stroll through a meadow episode of <laughs> blue skies and butterflies. So this was. We talked about this the other night. This was something I said early on, like probably season three. And you went, spoilers, dude. And I went, don't worry. By the time we get there, you're going to forget. And you forgot. Yeah. Yeah. So you were able to, you were able to experience this episode hey, as it was to be experienced. To be fair, I, for, I forgot what happened on the last episode I was on. Right? So, you know, anytime you say that, you're right. Correct. If I know. you need a quick win, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, for those of you that didn't watch this episode, the uh, the the A plot 
not even, you know what? I'm going to say the spine of the episode because there really is only one plot through the episode. Mm-hmm. The spine of the episode is that Alan, um, it's Alan's birthday coming up, which after seven seasons, we find out Alan's birthday is around Christmas and he apparently like really cares, which is weird to find out in the last season of the show. Yeah. Um, so a lot of the show, so the, the premise is that they're planning his birthday. And then along with that, um, Sean gets a letter from Berna, which longtime listeners and watchers of Boy Meets World will remember as Sean's mother that ran away with the trailer, a.k.a. their home. And a couple things. So one, season one, um, Alan talks about being in the Navy and that's where he gets the golden gloves because he was a boxer in the Navy. Here, they they retcon it that he was just a cook in the Coast Guard, which I think is kind of funny. Yeah, that, and, that is weird. Yeah, and then like further explain that he used to tell, like when he would yell at Eric when he was little, he would tell him he was a Navy SEAL. So like that's where they also kind of excuse it that this is why they've always just referred to him as a Navy man because that's probably something he said when he was, when they were little to, you know, strike fear into him. Yeah. Uh, Although nothing strikes fear. Like I was a cook in the coast guard, right? That's tough work. It is. You got to feed people, right? No cross contamination. So there's the whole argument where Corey keeps telling Sean not to open the letter. He's like, your life's going really good right now. There's nothing good is going to come from that letter. And it's funny because everyone else is like, let Sean make his own decisions, which is fair. He's an adult. But Corey's right, even though he's right in the most dickish way possible. Mm-hmm. Like, if Sean had never opened that letter, he wouldn't have spiraled the way he did. Technically and right is the best kind of right. Dickishly right is the second best kind of right. Technically yes, I true. Know, I know I know the reference you're making. Yes. That is tech you right. Um You really just you're kicking my shins right now, man. I didn't uh, I didn't intend that. You just you you tripped over the tripwire, man. Yeah, I know. Um and so this is where Verna, and it's weird because okay, so this is not an episode that I remember watching when it first came out. I think this is one I watched years later when I went to watch the whole show where it was in reruns. So Verna tells him she's not his biological mother, and then all of a sudden we cut to the next scene where Eric's going to get a horsey ride, which is a very funny visual, um, and. They talk about how Sean has had three mothers. Yes. Now, I don't know where this idea came from. Because they they reference Verna, which we knew as his mother. Mm-hmm. And that's fine, because we have established she is not his biological mother. Then they bring up uh, Ming-Hua. Yeah. And, you know, they make the joke, well, I think we can disqualify her. Yes. But where did she come from 
Because where did she go? Where did she come from, Cotton Eye Joe? Um, but like the only other mother in their life that we would understand is Jack's mother. So are we saying that Jack's mother is Mingwa? Uh, no, Jack's older, so I think they may have uh, split off before Sean came around. No, because they established that when Jack first showed up, that Jack and Sean knew of each other when they were little. So yeah, like knew, knew of, but well, hold on. So the timeline that I always took, and this is not explicitly said, this is just from the facts that they presented. What it always seemed like to me, and I'm I'm including um, Elaine, uh, let's hear Elaine McGinty, who they uh, believe is his biological mother. What I always assumed was this: Chet and Jack's mother were together because Chet is Jack's father. They had Jack. Chet then knocked up Elaine McGinty, which is why Jack's mother left him. And then Sean was born from Elaine McGinty. And that's where, like, at first they would have all been in the same area until Jack's mother moved away, found, you know, Jack's stepfather or whatever. So that's I'm just I mean, not that I'm going to get any answer because this episode is weird. But, like, I'm just curious where this Ming-Wah thing... Like, was Ming-Wah just for the joke? Maybe. I don't... If it was, I I don't think it was that good of a joke. Um, I mean, I... It was a decent joke. It was fine, but it's just... Its placement was weird. I don't know. Yeah, it, it is what it is. But, I mean, you know, you have to take the the yucks where you can get them in an episode like this. Sure. It's just one of those things that um, Hayes and I have talked about that I think he's right about in certain areas where, again, it's just like Alan suddenly making a big deal out of his birthday. Like, again, it was a family sitcom in the, in the nineties, but like they just bring out these character traits because they can't think of anything better to do. Yes. Essentially. Um, yeah, I, did, I mean, I, it's kind of like Superman. Anytime they wrote him into a corner, they just gave him a new way to use his powers, and he got out of it. Sure, sure. Like, suddenly he can spin like a top and burrow through the ground. Sure. I did so. like that um, when Sean's like, I gotta find her, and Jack cuts him off and goes, why? Because she's the only family he got left? Like, it's what I tell you, where they don't really bring up the fact that Jack and Sean are brothers, especially now they're living together again. I liked the fact that they kind of put a, a hung a lantern on it with Jack being like, what am I? Mince meat? Like, I've tried to be a brother to you, Sean. Like, I've tried to be here for you, and you just are determined to not appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we get to the, the surprise party, because they used Eric as a decoy, because he's so stupid. Which <laughs> I just love that whole sequence. Yeah, they actually tell him he's stupid. And then he says, I am so stupid. <laughs> like, just, it's great. Yeah. And, and we, then we get drunk Sean, which is so much fun. Yeah, it took me a minute to realize that he'd been drinking because it just kind of smash cut to him showing up and nobody really reacted until, you know, somebody was like, uh, you know, you're not supposed to uh, be drinking. And I was well, like, oh, I get yeah. it. This is a this is a uh, a subtle callback 
because Sean is basically acting the same way he did when he was underage. And here's the other thing I think is funny because they're always very um, nondescript with time in this show. I think the assumption we have at this point is that Sean is now 21 because they don't, they don't go like they say he shouldn't be drinking, which is a callback to um, alcoholism runs in the family. So like, it's a bad road to go down. Not that like he can't legally drink and all of their interactions with him. None of it speaks to legality. It's all, this is a self-destructive behavior. Like you're, you're hurting yourself, but we can't stop you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I just find it interesting. It's just one of those things where I I thought about it. And I, this time I'm like, huh? So like, we're kind of left to assume he's 21. It's, he was able to legally obtain the booze. And it's still like, you know, still not good. He's still, he's a dick when he's a drunk. He's a bad drunk. He wasn't even really that bad of a drunk. Okay. You don't see it here because it's real quick, but like, he's a bad drunk because they dealt with it. I mean, he does, he does chastise Santa. He does. (laughs) No, he's a, he's a bad drunk. And that's where like, they didn't go there because that wasn't the point of this episode. That was just meant to show him essentially relapsing. Yeah. Um, you know, and then then Alan makes the weird offer of like, I'll ad- we'll adopt you. Fuck it. We'll give you a family. Yes. Um, and then Eric uh, Wilfredell, America's National Treasure. Yes. Um, he uh, says that um, Amy. Amy was the best mom that he ever had. Yes. Which got a laugh, which got a. A good laugh. Yeah, yes. but it was also sentimental. Yes. Um, Which was my favorite line in the whole show. <laughs> I also wanted to point out <laughs> what I found funny, that they apparently forgot they have a baby. Yeah. Like, in the last few episodes, it's really been, they've, they've again, like, keep bringing up, like, they have a small child, they have, like, this little baby they're looking, they, they have to look after because it's a small baby. And then all of a sudden, it's Alan's birthday, and it's like, fuck the baby. It can fend for itself. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, then Sean, you know, leaves. And uh, Santa, who's working for that evil entity, the Salvation Army, uh, tells him to go home because it's Christmas time, apparently. Yeah. And... Uh, and then Corey's there, which actually touched my heart a little bit, because, you know, have yeah, at first he thinks that it is Corey that's following him. Yeah. And he's like, oh, guy gets married and then, you know, forgets about me. And then Santa leaves and it's like, no, I'm here. I'm here, buddy. I love you. Yeah. He was right behind Santa. Because um, you can't beat a giant magical elf. Nope. And then Sean's like, I want to go to the cemetery. And Corey's like, let's get pie. And Boysenberry. Boysenberry. And it's, you know, meant for a little comedic humor, but then where Sean's like, my family's at the cemetery. And that's where we get the return of Ghost Chat. Oh, yeah. Ghost Chat. I love Ghost Chat. Ghost Chat's best chat. I mean, as soon as they brought up the whole premise of this episode, I knew we were getting a Ghost Chat. Yeah. Because I'm sorry, but he's the most active ghost I've ever seen. <laughs> he just keeps coming back, coming back. He does. He can't keep a good chat down. 
Uh, evidently um, not. I'm sure he's got a bunch of ghost kids. <laughs> he's got like three more ghost wives. Yeah. He's uh, just living his best ghost life. But then they have a heart to heart that I really I do enjoy and I've referenced in all, uh, older episodes because it's true where it's like Chet was really down on himself and whether this is literally ghost Chet or you know Sean's just imagining the conversation he wanted to have with his father, um, yeah. you know Sean says like no you were you were the one that stayed like you couldn't stay all the time because you didn't think you were good enough but. When you were there, you like you were my dad. You were my father, and I don't want to. And I, I, I thought about it again. It's one of those things I thought about this time with context. I've talked about a lot, and a lot of people talk about in the show the unrealistic expectations of like Corey and Topanga's relationship, and even to a certain extent, the Matthews. Like the Matthews are your classical, you know, Americana family. Mm-hmm. And what I really like about this episode is that it shows that less than perfect family relationship and how there is still value in that and that it's okay. Like if you had that kind of father that tried, but wasn't perfect or, you know, couldn't always be there. That's okay. Cause he tried, he loved you, you know, yeah. like it doesn't, it doesn't have to be picture perfect to be good and be worthwhile. Yeah, because in the end, he did do his best. Right, and that's where, like, especially in the context of a sitcom like this, I think there's a lot of value to that. Because, you you know, kids back then, kids now even, if because it's on Disney+, Plus, maybe somebody watches it. Like, it's, they, it's better to show kids, like, hey, even if things aren't perfect, they can still be good. Like... I I think overall that's a good message to send to kids and adults, frankly, but you know, adults yeah. get a little set in their ways. Yeah, they do. I also, I also really wanted to point out that Sean is wearing Jinkos and that makes me laugh. I didn't notice that. Oh, I did. Like I was kind of, they were kind of just baggy. And then after um, Chet leaves and he gets up and is standing next to Corey, who's just wearing like regular jeans. I looked and I'm like, those are Jinkos. Like they're not the the worst Jinkos. They're not the most extreme ones, but they're Jinkos. Yeah. Which just made me laugh because, you know, I was a teenager at that time. I remember. Oh yeah. Those those were killer back in the day. You never wore them, did you? Uh, no, I didn't. Neither did I. Fat guys didn't wear Jinkos. No, we were we already had enough uh enough width yes so yes. there was that um yeah and then you know sean comes back and says i can't you know i don't want you to adopt me but can you still treat me like i'm one of your kids and it's it's a touching moment it's fine i know where the show goes so some of it kind of rings hollow to me because i'm like yeah yeah some of this isn't gonna happen <laughs> Well, but, yeah, I know, but you know, it's a show. Like the reason why fiction has happy endings is because real life doesn't. So, like, you know, it's one of, but whatever. It's not a big deal. But just one of those things. I'm like, mm, you lying? Why are you lying? Spoilers, man. I know. Um, but at the end, I mean, this was a good Wilfred L episode. This was 
a good writer strong episode. Oh, uh, that was the other thing. Right before the party started, I really liked Will and well, the two Wills, uh, Fredell and William Russ's comedic timing. I really thought they played well off of each other. Oh, absolutely. When he's just like, made didn't make any plans so you could be here tonight. Yeah, like I just I really thought that was a good back and forth. I enjoyed it. It was, it was. And he's like, "So what are you doing?" And oh, mom told me to be here at seven thirty on the dot. No idea why. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was uh, good. Well, yeah. So that was, you know, it was a little bit of a heavy episode. It's definitely when you know it has Ghost Dad in it, so that's a weird thing and. It's a Christmas episode, but it's all about Alan's birthday. It's just, there's a lot of, in retrospect, weird choices. Like, at the time, I'm sure it all made perfect sense, because it was just, that was how television was done. But, like, looking back now, it's like, made some weird choices here. Yeah, it just seemed like they were buttoning up Sean's story. Yeah, like, trying to, even though in many ways it was, like, he had done the whole road trip to make peace with his father's death, like you almost, that's why I think part of it feels weird too. You almost didn't need to do this, even though it gives closure, but it it felt like it was just, I told you, if you look back over the seasons of the show, every Christmas tends to be, except for last season, because that was about Topanga, but it was about Sean too. Like every episode or every season tends to have like this Christmas episode where it's, Sean's had a shitty life because he's poor. Let's all feel bad for him. Like, yeah. And then, you know, something happens and it resolves, but it's just weird that they just got in that rhythm. Of, and that's where it's like, well, let's tell him he never knew his mother. Like, why? <laughs> yeah, for fun. Well, to, to, <laughs> I mean, I guess maybe in some way to redeem Chet to be like, no, Chet was a good dad. Like, Chet was not a deadbeat. Like, we, you know, made him appear in the first couple seasons. <laughs> Yeah, because they did kind of do them dirty. They did, but you know, whatever. It just—it's not a. It's. I think there's a lot of good in this episode. I do enjoy this episode. It's just an episode that feels a little weird. Yeah, rough. It was rough to get through. Yeah, yeah. I don't it even remember. Just, the next it feels song. like Sean gets just gut checked, like every ten episodes. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's, and spoiler alert, that continues into Girl Meets World too. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, it's just, it's just at a certain point, just stop beating up on poor Sean. Yeah, just ride that horse into the ground, why don't you? Speaking of riding horses into the ground, do you have anything you'd like to plug? You know, actually, I don't. Okay. Well, if you want more of me and who wants that, you can go to JoePank.com, J-O-E-P-A-N-C.com. There's all kinds of goodies there, links, links to the store, links to the Twitch, all kinds of fun stuff. Um, you can also go to OnlyFans.com slash Joe Pank if you want some of my sexy barbecue, now with bonus ice cream. You can also mm-hmm. follow me on Twitter at Cthulhu Homes or Joe Pank. You can follow me on Instagram at Joe Pank 36 where you can see my first roll of the day every day, or mostly every day. Uh, and if always, if you want this show uncut and unedited up to three days early, you can go to patreon.com slash Joe Pank and give us as little as $2 a month or as much as a million dollars a month. I don't know. 
dig deep, give until it hurts, so that I don't have to hurt. And you'll get the entire show archive back to the beginning, uncut and unedited. And if you like games, you can go to clicksnexus.com. There's all kinds of stuff there, too. It's all geeky stuff. You'll enjoy it. So tell me, Chuck. Yes, sir. What did we learn this week? I learned that it is entirely too easy to just derail you in your own show. And I learned that I must have done something to deeply offend Chuck because he's been beating the hell out of me all episode. <laughs> Until next week. Do, do good. good.